Hello, and welcome to Breakout, an escapist conversation show all about games, movies, and TV. This is episode number 65 for Wednesday, November 23rd. My name is Marty Sleeve, and I'm joined by the pumpkin pies of podcasting, Nick Calandra and Casey Wosu. I'm going to be honest, my first... The first thing I was going to go with was I'm joined by the stuffing to my turkey. Then it sounds like we're doing a bunch of weird sex stuff, which we're not. Uh, welcome, everyone, to Breakout episode number 65. Uh, thank you all so much for being here. Uh, as you can see, uh, we have a great conversation for you today. We're going to be talking about the the um, little, little kerfuffle that started this morning with uh, Callisto Protocol announcing that there is going to be a season pass um, um, you know, after the game comes out and included in it is is death animations. Uh, Nick felt passionate about it and about the idea of a purely single player game sort of before the game even releases, talking about their season pass and and gating kind of stuff like that and how it rubs us the wrong way. So we're going to talk about that. Also, it seems like it's just like, d- why are you doing a thing that is going to generate negative publicity when your game has really good publicity going into it? Like, just stop. Mm. Stop talking about how you're making your employees work cr- crunch and just make your employees crunch. Just don't talk about it. Just do that. Shut up real quick and get it done. uh, And then uh, we're also going to talk about how Pokemon Scarlet and Violet um, is two things. One, it is kind of a mess. And two, it is the uh, best-selling Nintendo game after three days. The best-selling three days of all time for Nintendo. So it's the fastest selling Nintendo Nintendo game game ever. Period. Of all the Nintendo games. More than Super Mario Brothers 2. And all the other and all the other uh, Nintendo games. <laughs> uh, so we'll talk about that and what what uh, if 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 uh, Game Freak's never going to learn their lesson. Pokemon Company's never going to learn their lesson. So and it's because well, of idiots like me. Although I'm only half an idiot. Jimmy bought both versions. Jimmy bought both. So he's Why? he's the real problem. He's the real problem. Why would he do? <laughs> uh, and then we're going to talk about uh, stuff where stuff we've been playing, stuff we've been watching, and what we what we plan on doing uh, for the holiday weekend in terms of playing and paying. Uh, there was a comment on here like two hours ago, a super chat. Do you have that uh, yeah. first one? Yeah, I'll have before it. Rasmussen. I'll have it. I mean, do you want do we want to do them right now? Because no. shows like this are funded by by super chats. Uh, I like doing them during it. It, it encourages yes, it, it encourages back. more um, endemic donations because people hear the names spoken out throughout the ninety minute conversation. But you know what? We'll start with Rass Museum with five hundred yen. Thank you so much. Rass Museum was also a generous donor during the the Sonic Frontiers post CP. Saying Nick, I just have to say once more how much I appreciate that you made the funding goal say the greed <laughs> jar. I had a really good laugh when it appeared. So our new funding goal is just the greed jar. Uh, one person I didn't in, notice that till just now. One person in the Sonic Frontiers thing was very upset that we are clearly making stretch goals just to put money in our pockets, even though every time we've extended it, we've said exactly what the thing is for. They're not having any of that. No, also, so. I promise you, none of this money goes into my <laughs> It technically does this time. <laughs> it's paying paying for day rates and stuff when we go film, so. Well, no, that last one is side, unless, is Casey oh, on yeah. side quest? Oh, I don't no, know. That doesn't count. Yeah, so that yeah. doesn't count. No. Uh, and then SVS Guru with a five uh, euro donation. Thank you so much. Said in related news, Mercedes is locking 24% better performance for their EV behind a $100 per month subscription. Is that true? What does that <laughs> even mean? How do you lock better performance? That means you actively made it worse? And that I actually lock, I lock my performance based on chats. Like if chat is giving a lot of money, <laughs> yeah. I'll try harder. 
if chat's not giving money, I'm not going to try harder at all. Uh, and then um, to segue into the actual topic today, Wesley Thomas gave five Canadian dollars many hours ago as a, and says, you thought keeping the last hour of gameplay back for $10 was a scumbag move. Now we have the scary part of a horror game kept back for money. Uh, so uh, that, that's, that's a good segue into the topic, yeah. which people are pointing out that uh, we uh, updated the story later on because when I originally wrote the article, all we had to go on was a Steam page. And then Glenn, Glenn Schofield came out later and clarified stuff. So let's, uh, we'll give the context of the story here. So originally yes, this morning, what happened was uh, Video Games Chronicle reported on the Callisto Protocol and that the uh, season pass was locking uh, death animations behind a paywall. Uh, and here's verbatim, here's what the season pass reads currently and, and since the update. Uh, for the season pass, which we don't know the price for yet, uh, or maybe it's like $20, I think. It says, uh, Outer Way Skin Collection, bear the armor of the Outer Way, an underground insurgency pitted against the UG's, UJC as you fight to survive the horrors of Callisto. The Contagion Bundle was discovered the ultimate survival horror experience with a new mode, Contagion, with reduced ammo and health drops, a customized difficulty, and permadeath, there are no second chances to escape like are in prison or the horrors lurking beneath the surface Callisto. That sounds like hard mode. The, the Contagion Bundle also includes 13 new Jacob Death animations and the Watchtower Skin Collection. Uh, Riot Bundle venture into a previously undiscovered, undiscovered area blacker in prison and battle through waves of brutal enemies. Sounds like a horror mode to me. Gather credits to upgrade your weapons or forge new ones and survive the onslaught as long as you can in Riot and all new mode. The Riot Bundle also includes 12 new enemy death animations and the Engineer Skin Collection. And the story DLC, which says dig, dig deeper into the horrifying secrets of the Callisto Protocol. So, for everybody saying the title is incorrect, you are incorrect. The death animations are wow. behind a paywall. Uh, it's fine. Those are extra animations. And so, so that's the entire... Now, now we're playing the semantics game of, well, it's not completed content, so you're paying for extra stuff. And my argument is more of the long... The bigger picture here is that we are more and more content from games is being asked to pay money for it. Whether it's cosmetics, whether it's animations, whether it's, you know, you know, symbols, tags, whatever it's like all these things now, now modes too, right? Like a, the contagion bundle to me sounds like a hardcore difficulty mode. You used to unlock that in games and now the riot bundle, which sounds like a horde mode, which, how many games have included horde modes? Halo, Gears of War. I mean, the list goes on. Like, I don't, I don't like this path that we're going down. It's, it's a very slippery slope in that we are continue, continuing to withhold content, and it's not content that's yeah. The content may not be done yet, but the we're adding more and more stuff to these season passes to goad people into pre-ordering DLC for an story expansion, which I'm completely fine paying for story expansions, but I mean, are we really going to start marketing <laughs> season pass on new animations and stuff? Like, I, I don't know. It's just slippery slope to me. I'm, I'm curious what you guys think. Um, okay. So I, I've heard this argument. I agree with many of your points, mm -hmm. but then again, like when you think about it a little bit, like what is the difference between additional death animations and emotes and like a free to play, like a, games a service game well the the bigger difference here is that i mean this is like a linear single player story game and they're adding these modes in later right i i don't like like to me single player games have kind of remained mostly untouched from this unless they're like these gigantic open worlds that they continue adding to 
now we're going to start stripping content from linear single player adventures and start adding a season pass in there. Yeah, and that, yeah, that I, I do. I think don't know. Gummy. Yeah, like the the fact that this. Well, if I if I just can clarify this a little bit, the game is launching with like a single player story mode that's I guess complete, right? Yeah. And then yeah. this stuff is a a horde mode and like basically a hard mode that's being bolted on after the fact. So right. like that stuff just isn't done yet. No. <laughs> Is this game launching at like a full $60, $70 retail price? Yeah, it's a it's a $70 game. So so yeah, that does feel scummy to then charge for what traditionally have been kind of just modes included in the game. Yeah, and a lot of games are adding um, stuff like that as free updates these days. And now, that's true. And yeah, now we're, true added, well. now we're like, trying to gauge, you know. I, so, so that part of it, yeah, yeah, like that seems scummy. But it does seem like they're trying to pad that extra value with the animation stuff, which... Honestly, if it was just the animations, I'd be like, sure, because that doesn't necessarily change the game that's there. It's just it's basically throwing on in, in this sense, kind of a cosmetic thing on top of the game you already owned. So like you're paying for like extra yeah, animations, I, I which think, doesn't really affect anything. I think we've kind like, of been Pavlov, though, into like thinking all this stuff is extra stuff that we should have to pay for now. I, I don't know. I don't <laughs> like I, the, I mean, it is, it is work that the devs it, are it's, putting it's, into it. It's so work, like, but it's also yeah. like the, the paid expansion, I, you know, again, it's a, it's a whole, it's subjective. Like, right. Like some people find cosmetics and animations and all that stuff worth paying money for. I mean, cause call mm -hmm. of duty, call of duty Warzone already does this, which I noted in my article, like call of duty, uh, paywalls like execution animations behind their their battle pass but that's a multiplayer game where you're expected to continue playing for years on end and this is a single yeah, player game that you play does through. that to uh destiny i think does that yeah but those are all multiplayer games so now we're getting into right, the realm yeah, of the yeah sectioning <laughs> off content in single player games and again like these these animations aren't done they're not part of the the complete game fair enough but i i still think it's a slippery slope to start marketing animations as a reason to <laughs> buy a season pass I, I don't know my main takeaway from this is why did they announce this now why didn't they yeah. not wait for the game to come out the game which will probably get pretty good reviews everything they've shown so far mm -hmm. just looks like a yeah, really I'm excited for it. cool like new take on dead space from the people who made dead space i don't understand why they didn't just wait if they wait till fucking christmas three weeks after the game comes out and then they say here's the roadmap and with this new horde mode-ish thing and with the new story dlc we're also including new emotes and new watch josh josh demel get his cock ripped off by <laughs> by space pirates uh did you guys know that josh demel is the main character of this game shout to josh demel well, yeah tv's josh demel he was in one of the transformers movies that i did not see is that it yeah, you might have been in like the Transformers. Um, I I purely think this is a timing thing, and I don't know why they did this now. I don't. It it boggles my mind why they did this now. Well, and also um, like you know, so many people are saying like going off of Glenn's word here, and, and, and like I have no problem with Glenn Schofield or anything. I think everything I've heard about him, he's a good guy. Um, but we've been doing this. I mean, Marty, you and I have been doing this for over a decade. I mean. I it, was I'm not was I born like five years ago. Well, you just weren't you, chopped liver. <laughs> you just weren't doing games media, f you know, fourteen years ago. I just wasn't getting paid for it. There's no. a difference. Well, yeah. regardless, like we've all been doing this a long time. Then we've heard every excuse in the book for why they can charge for something, and I just like where does the where does it end? 
you know, like what are we going to, what are they going to be asking people to pay for in a season pass in two years from now? Because like people forget that, you know, like people bring up horse armor in the comments with fresh ground Tuesdays, $2 super chat. Um, but I mean like EA used to try to sell you time savers to unlock, pay $10 to unlock all the content in the game. Wasn't just EA. It, it wasn't just it wasn't just EA, it. but I'm not, I'm not gonna say the other company that did it. Yeah, but you, it wasn't EA. Yeah, but you had Rhymes with Spoopy Smoft. You had you had was, you had times. Capcom did this too. Yeah. Capcom. They had a lot of a lot Everyone's of guilty. I just remember it in Burnout Paradise for the first time. Like and the whole point yeah. was exploring the map to unlock things. But oh hey, give us ten dollars and you can just unlock everything for what you already paid for. <laughs> like then you have online passes they would try to stop yeah, you from buying used games and very like, egregious yeah and so like my my I, my larger point is, is just like how much how much more can they section off into a season pass at this point you know like what's I, weird is like we've we've kind of gone down this particular road before like i remember the batman arkham games did that thing where there were like three or four different story related dlcs that were pre-order bonuses for like three or four different retailers so like no one could just get the whole game mm -hmm. even if you bought it and paid for all the extra money like you just couldn't get the whole game in one place and like they kind of scaled that back a little bit but it's it's because the outcry was so heavy like people mm -hmm. were like i don't like this the same thing with online passes like no like buying games used is a is a thing like we like that thing you cannot do that so if, if this upsets you nick 100 percent, write that article like you know <laughs> rant rave about it let them know that it's not going to fly because they are going to test the waters. Like these guys yeah. are uh, a new, I mean, they're vet, uh, industry veterans, but they're a new studio. They're launching a new thing and they want it to be big. They want it to be successful. It does have a lot of positive hype around it. So they're just trying to take advantage while the, they're trying to strike while the iron's hot, which is why I'm thinking yeah, it's maybe business. they threw out all this stuff uh, before the game launched. Because who knows if the game launches and all of a sudden there's some weird uh, issue or uh, all the goodwill tanks for whatever reason, like it's like, oh, it's too late now to talk about DLC because we've lost all that buzz. So like maybe maybe they're worried in that regard. But I mean, I, I can't fault them for trying, but I can fault the consumer for buying into it. Mm -hmm. Like, do not let like if this upsets you, do not buy into it. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I don't know. I just I'm at the point where a season pass to me needs to include you know, if, the, if you're going to pay the $20 to be part of the season or $10 or whatever, you know, mm -hmm. it, it a, a map pap to me is a season pass worthy thing of like, I, I don't know. If, well, even the maps are free now. So like, you know, they keep now, now the maps are free, all the extra content's free. And then now we have a single player game trying to charge you for game modes. Like I don't, it, and I don't know. That problem is because a like what is a single player's games options in terms of, continued monetization because for them to just make a sequel that's going to take another five six seven years so like they're tr trying to figure out a way to kind of make this one game yeah they're trying to turn a little bit single longer, player right? games into more service games and i don't want i just don't want to see it like i, I yeah and i don't I, I agree with you i don't think it works I but mean, it's like you've got i can see why like what recourse is kind of open to a dev who like dumps a bunch of resources time and energy into one thing and then once it releases it's like all right if it's not like a super mega hit like the witcher which did have content after the fact anyway but like if it's not just going to keep selling continuously over time as a single player thing like they have to figure out a way to keep people interested and keep people paying money for it i it, tech i honestly disagree with that part just because the publisher mm -hmm. of callisto protocol is crafton and they're the owners of PUBG, and they have yeah, PUBG. <laughs> it's, fucking nailed uh, it. 
that PUBG on the computer and PUBG mobile make them bucket and bucket loads of money. So, I mean, you know, it's, it's, it's more of them. I'm not even putting it on the developers at all. Like, I don't think this is a Glenn mm-hmm. Schofield thing. I think it's completely a crafting thing of like, how do we continually drive revenue for a single player game? Which I understand, like I've been saying for a long time, like it's only a matter of time before more single player games become live service But it's, I, it's just, I don't know. I, you know, playing Gotham Knights, I've been kind of jaded like the last few weeks because Gotham Knights, like again, <laughs> feels like a super servicey game. It's filled with gear score and loots to, and loot to, uh, you know, retain the player, and it's all meaningless content. Can you spend real money in Gotham Knights on anything? I don't think you. I don't know. I don't know. Actually, but I don't it's, know. That was, it's just yeah. a. It, the point isn't so much the money. It's just like the game was designed around those things. You can feel it, and it feels shallow for it. Uh, and I'm just, you know, we get we getting that. We, we're getting like really shallow game design. We're getting really buggy, shitty looking games like Pokemon at launch. That you know, and people are, are lapping it up for 10 million copies. I don't know. It's just this this one specifically and all these things combined together just kind of left a really nasty taste in my mouth the last few months yeah i i understand how this is almost like the straw that bo- broke 2022's camel's back jesus <laughs> that sense had like way too many possessives <laughs> um my 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 thing is aside from thinking business-wise this was a really weird thing to announce before launch um is i just don't like I don't know. I'm like, if we don't like it, I just think we shouldn't buy it. Like, not the game, but just like yeah, have the, the, the season the, uh, pass tank if we don't like it. And then maybe they'll be like, oh, shit, maybe this wasn't a good idea to package it this way. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. There's like, if I'm playing a game and not crazy about it, and then there's more shit I could spend my money on, I'll be like, no, thanks. If I'm playing a game, and I love it. And there's more shit I could spend my money on. I'll probably be like, OK. And so like. I don't know. To me, like it's going to be sort of like dependent on, on like how I'm going to feel about that stuff while playing the game. Well, and an interesting test case will be a couple months later when Resident Evil Four comes out. And Resident Evil Four was a game that sort of, you know, Dead Space, Closer uh, Protocol is is very much built on the bones of Dead Space, which is very much built on the bones of Resident Evil Four. And Resident Evil Four was a game that had all of this stuff in it on the disc for free. Not for free, but, you know, as a part of the package, it had the mercenaries mode, it had all the different costumes, it had all this bonus shit. And I am so curious because I am 99% positive when Capcom releases Resident Evil 4 that some of that shit is going to cost human money (laughs) to get like outside of it. So how do you um, how do you I mean, like, I feel like a simple solution to this is just make the season like I don't I don't know, like they're, they're why why is it? Maybe maybe it's just a semantics thing for me, and maybe that's just like the alarm bells are going off my head because they called it a season pass for a single player game, and you mm-hmm. know maybe maybe I am overreacting to it. I don't know. I just feel like why is the why is the skin collection why is the contagion bundle which is just a difficulty mode and then the right bundle which sounds like a horror mode. Why not save yourself the bad PR and just say these are updates coming to the game and then say yeah we have a big twenty dollar paid story expansion coming later. Nobody would have had a problem with that. It's the season, and it's like the the connotation of a season season pass is like we're gonna add all this extra stuff and then charge you for it down the line, and it's just to entice you to pre order the DLC. Yeah, and like I so they, like they, they love those pre orders. Like, I, I know. I, I don't know what it is about it, but just getting getting that money before they have to give you anything is just a, a, <laughs> a dream come true for these companies. <laughs> yeah, I, I just and you know the. Like I said again, I may have maybe I did overreact, and I'll own it if I did. 
but I I do think like adding season passes into every game is a slippery slope. Like the industry is gonna go down, and it's you know I don't know. It's I mean I think even Breath of the Wild had a season pass technically, didn't it? Or did they just do uh, expansions? Yeah, like, two expansions? Two expansions. Two yeah, expansions. Yeah, so you could buy them. Call it a, or did they call it a season pass? I don't know if Nintendo's what? ever called anything. No, because they call things booster packs. <laughs> booster packs. <Yeah. laughs> Nintendo has been one of those weird companies that like for the games where it'd be like, why aren't they charging an arm and a leg for all sorts of shit in Animal Crossing? Like Nintendo's a weird company. Like They could be making so much money off Animal Crossing and Splatoon and they just don't. You know, and then they have the stuff like the Mario Kart tracks, which I think, I don't know, if you like Mario Kart, you get fucking double the amount of tracks over the course of a couple of years. And, and that Breath of the Wild stuff is really cool. Was it the, uh, wasn't the bike like a pre-order bonus or something? Uh, in Breath of the Wild? Yeah, that motorcycle. No, not a pre-order bonus. It was part of one of the expansion packs or booster packs. Yeah, um, gotcha. DLC dealie. Yeah. Also, don't, don't ride the bike. The bike is dumb. Also, don't ride horses <laughs> in Breath of the Wild. Only fucking chumps ride horses in Breath of the Wild. So, I don't um, know. Big ass Ganon horse. That I, horse is yeah, that horse is cool. That that is the one, or the bone horse. So I, you can ride either the bone horse or the Ganon horse. I guess. I guess. Yeah. My last big point on this is like I, the other part of that slippery slope is just games that never want you to leave them. And it's like that's a trend I'm really starting to hate. <laughs> like every 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 game's got a season pass. Every game wants you to engage with it as long as possible. Every game like it. You know, that's why I've been enjoying Focus Entertainment because they're just releasing like a Plague Tale and Evil West and they're games I play once and I sit down and that's it. Nick, did you see, unrelated, did you see the video about the next drop for uh, uh, for Marvel Snap? No. They're introducing Tier 4 and Tier 5. Oh man, it is it is going to be wild. Silver <laughs> Surfer's coming. Oh boy. Oh, uh, a, a 3-0 card. You lay him down, he powers every level 3 card you have on the board by 2. <laughs> So I'm gonna pay Mar- for that, man. Marvel Marvel Snap is a multiplayer game. I don't know. <laughs> I don't have. A is pro- it multiplayer? I don't know any of these fools I'm it's, playing it's against. I still think I, I still think this is a fucking thought experiment. I, I, I like the CIA. I have zero issues with like season passes really in the multiplayer stuff. Like I, if you know, you're gonna be playing that game for years and you want to keep unlocking new stuff and every, you know, once a quarter you pay ten bucks to support it. Great. Like, you know, I I don't know. I just we lo- think it's once a quarter. The new season starts in like three weeks. Jesus we're going to be paying 10 bucks like once a month. I'm not, I'm not paying $10 again. <laughs> I am. I am. <laughs> right, Guy gets collection level 1,000 beforehand. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's, uh, I think ultimately I'm just kind of bummed that this is a thing that, like, like I said, was like a, just like a fucking self-made, po- like they put the rake in front of them and then stepped on the rake right in front of their front door. Mm. And it's like, what are you doing? You're right at the finish line. Just... Just stop it. Well, and everybody getting mad at the press now for reporting on this. Like, all we had to go on this morning was the <laughs> the season pass details. And none of it says that, like, the stuff isn't done and coming later. It says the only thing that sounds like it's not done is a story DLC. So, and, I believe, you know, it's kind of funny because of, like, we had reported on the season pass, like, uncritically. Everyone, like, why are you reporting on this uncritically when it's content that should be included in the game in the first place? And then because Glenn Schofield comes out and says, oh, this stuff isn't done yet. It's work being worked on in the new year. Oh, now you're the bad guys because you critically looked at a season pass and said, like, why is this content just not included or as a free update later on? But you're asking us to pay for it. That's that's Ooh, that's, no, that's no, worry. Worry. They'll, they'll they'll be no I, I, I just I just think it's funny. Like people want us to report on that stuff. We do. We criticize it. 
And then if the developer is like, well, it's not done yet, then okay, no problem, right? Like, we're going to ask us to pay for it later. And I'm all for supporting devs. I do documentaries on I'm anti-supporting devs, actually. Oh, bullshit. I'm going to be... This is, a, this, is a, <laughs> this is an unpopular opinion. Both, we should do a cold take on this. <laughs> <laughs> devs should be paid less. <laughs> yeah, it, and, and oh, no. I, like say say what you will about season passes and live service games, I haven't really seen it do a lot to make developers' lives better yet. Just fill in the pockets of big CEOs. Uh, that is that is a, a, a good point, actually. That is a good point. So, because yeah. you know. more because more than likely, like that's where those mandates come from, right? Is from like yeah. marketing and yeah. I'm sure Glenn Schofield uh, and his dev team don't want to charge and- make people pay for these things. I'm sure they th- like them as players are probably like, why are we making people pay for extra animations? <laughs> you know including in a game mode great as extra just extra animations like it's just a weird thing to market it yeah uh i also made this comment beforehand but if it's a bunch of death animations just be good at the game and you're never gonna see them yeah, exactly and and as we said before the stream starts you don't have to pay for the animations if you want to see them because ign will probably have a 25 best yeah, animation we'll be death animations. like the day i mean you could you could say that about every game happened. though right you don't have to okay. play any. You, could, you, don't, you don't have to play God of War because yes. you can watch God of War. Yeah. I, don't, I know. Um, well, story mode, right? Yeah, but but if this is a selling point, <laughs> like oh, there's some kooky deaths in this horror game, then of course someone's going to be like, hey, look at all the kooky deaths in this horror game. Yeah. As, Ooh, as how YouTube content. is there a a death animation that would uh, like make you sort of turn your opinion and be like, okay, if it was like, like a full Michael Jackson dance number somehow it was like <laughs> somebody, <laughs> somebody made yeah, like him and all the necromorphs or whatever just start getting down <laughs> somebody made like, a, you know what that was worth the two dollars somebody yeah. made a real funny comment on facebook this morning about like man eventually they're just gonna have the character t-pose until you pay for each individual animation to make a move <laughs> i'd play a game where i'm just t-pose that sounds nice um that sounds like a very popular indie game <laughs> uh <laughs> uh ses guru with a five euro donation said will they charge uh, they'll charge for bug f- fixes next best uh i guess that's kind of what it was like. yeah but you don't have to like pay per bug fix yeah it'd be pretty funny if you did though <laughs> pokemon <laughs> company should do that fuck it like, what does it matter no jimmy's gonna buy it for both his versions of the game anyway what does it matter we're a bunch of dummies um i'm also 90 minutes in that game and i don't know if i'm gonna play anymore I should, because everyone says it gets good. Which game? Pokemon. Pokemon? Oh. Yeah, everyone says the end game stuff is really good. But Oh, yeah. Everyone says everything about Pokemon. You should stop listening to everyone. <laughs> yeah, they might as well just take the money out of my account and not give me anything. I feel like it would be like a better use of this time and this transaction. <laughs> like when the game comes out, just just pay the tax. And just deduct the money. I don't have to like go over the whole, like, maybe I'll play it. Maybe I'll do it this time. And then I just won't. And I, think I guess to, uh, to put a cap on this overall discussion, like, where do, where do you guys like see? I mean, do you do you not do you agree or disagree of like publishers and all that are finding like anything that's extra? They're going to start putting behind season passes and making wanting you to pay for it. And the base game is literally that linear campaign experience. Your extra game modes, like the horde modes and the the permit, the new game plus mm-hmm. modes and permadeath modes and roguelike modes. Like, are these all going to end up being sectioned off and and asked to pay for? Like, I mean, this isn't one thing. Is this isn't new? Like you said, this was no, like this became new. this became common practice during the 360 PS3 generation. Not, um, not so much for single player games. I mean, we talked about horse armor. That's well. That's, that's oblivion. Cos- that's like a I, single player game. Well, cosmetics is one thing. I'm talking about like 
tangible game modes that are just part of the core experience. Like, can you can you imagine if Gears Three had asked you to pay for Horde mode after including it in two for free? I mean, or or Halo, or Halo, or Halo asking you to pay for Forge. Like that's the point. I yeah. think that's the point we're getting to. Is like we're any extra game mode is extra work. Yeah, and they want you to pay for it. I mean, Asura's I Wrath think, in Final Fantasy Thirteen Two's endings were literally DLC. Which <laughs> that's not also great. Prin- Prince of Persia the remake one was had a DLC ending like two thousand eight. Yeah, Prince of Persia yeah. two thousand eight. That's right. That game ruled. <laughs> so uh, yeah, I mean, like, that game was terrible. <laughs> I, I don't know. I just I feel like I, I feel like I'm not being like yeah our titles will maybe a little bit clickbait but i don't feel like i'm being unrealistic here and thinking like the the slippery slope is like any anything that is deemed not essential to the main game is going to be paywalled uh yeah and i mean ultimately you're like fighting for the consumer which i think is a good thing um i think part of this is uh we need to get used to games being more expensive triple a games um people get mad that sony first party games are 70 dollars. the cost that it the, the the amount that it costs for these games to be made now and the fact that I paid more for fucking Banjo Kazooie when it came out in in <laughs> fucking twenty five years ago or whatever is is crazy. Like those games were like eighty dollars then for the N sixty four, and the fact that games are now sixty dollars and cost so much more, like exponentially more than those games did, um, is is kind of kind of baffling. So well, that's and. That, that that is true, but I mean, I think we've seen more than enough times now that like all that extra content really doesn't amount to much at this point. When you go to the Assassin's Creed games and the amount of stuff they put in there and the amount of money they spend on it and how many people actually ever play that content, the only person I, I, I know in my realm of anything that has 100% of Assassin's Creed Valhalla is Amy. <laughs> I played probably 30% of the game. What's wrong with her? You know, like, and I'm and I'm not advocating like get rid of content, but I'm like, if these games are getting so bloated and expensive, like, does every game need to be a massive open world with the same reused quest and and oh yeah, that, like, look at all the money they spend on Gotham Knights, and you do the same thing in every fucking area you go to. <laughs> no, yeah, there's there's a weird, uh, and this this has been a long time as well. Like, there's this this weird no notion that the value of a game is. Uh, tied to how long it takes you to like finish it or how long it takes you to do all the things in it. And so devs will decide to just put more things in it that don't necessarily add to like, you know, the quality level of the game. And it's weird because people will complain that a game was only X amount of hours, despite it being kind of a cohesive and fun experience from front to back. So like, it's really hard to kind of gauge where they should be it's a, it's a line that's very easy for devs to trip over and fall face down on is what I'm getting at. So like I, they're going to try what they're going to try because like it's it's kind of real scattershot to please um, us as gamers. Like I'm a consumer as well. I will I will one second be like, oh, I really want more of this. And at the, the, the turn of a hat, be like, you know what? I actually didn't really want more of this. I, I didn't know what I was talking about. <laughs> like we do that all the time. So like I wish. Uh, oh, go ahead. Sorry. No, I mean, I was just going to say, like, back to my kind of original point on this is like, you got you got to stop knee-jerk reactioning to your to the to, by buying this stuff. Like, if you don't like the thing, don't be like, all right, well, I guess I'm I'm a pay for it anyway. Like, you can sit it out like it'll you'll be OK to just do something else and give your money to a dev that you do like whatever they're doing practice wise. Like, 
spend more time kind of just voting with your wallet in that way. Yeah, well, I, wish I, could, I wish I could tip developers <laughs> after I buy a game if their game is under 10 hours. If I finish your game in under 10 hours, I wish I could give you an extra $10. <laughs> like, just have it go from my bank account into your developer bucket somewhere. Like, good service at a restaurant. I just want I just want games to be short. That's all I want for games. <laughs> I just want them in and out of my life. Yeah, yeah there are too many games that are too long. Yeah. That's, a, that's a thing now. Too, too long with useless content. Like, I... <laughs> like go on and on about how dumb the gear score system in Arkham Gotham Knights is, but uh, I'll tell you what, like for as much shit as Call of Duty gets, I've never felt like I've been shortchanged for a Call of Duty game. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean they've always what done like most of them have like the three the campaign, the, three the multiplayer, zombies, I guess, or what was some it, other Black Ops mode or whatever. Black Ops Four didn't have a campaign, right? Black Ops Black Four Ops didn't 3. have a campaign. Yeah, Black but Ops it had 4, a very. Yeah. I think it had a very bolted yeah yeah but it also had a, like a very like nobody playing it they they put a lot more resources in the zombies for that one i think yeah and then now you have it, it's yeah it's tough because like developers are also uh, stuck between a rock and a hard place because they're now having to go up against free games that you can play for unlimited amount of time you can play Fortnite yeah. forever for free you can play fall guys is fall guys free yeah, it is. Fall yeah. Guys yeah. No, yeah, yeah, all guys forever for free. Warzone forever for free. Um, like it's 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 hard. So I don't uh, I don't envy developers trying to figure out how do we spend a hundred million dollars because games are expensive to make and somehow recoup these. Um, it's yeah, it's, I, well, I don't that's, know. it's and well, it's that's and that's part of the the thing. Like, I, you know, I, I don't think any of us know enough about the business model to like say one way or the other if this is how it works but i mean like t when they announced when Krafton announced PUBG, i mean uh the callisto protocol was like oh man like they were able to take the funds made from all the money they made from PUBG, funnel into a new project and we get a new project they make their sales back and then they also have PUBG continuing to bake roll you know those other projects where they don't have to make you know 100 million to break even or whatever on those kind of things because you're bankrolled by those live service unlimited games so that's that's my concern like when you want to talk about it, like a games industry crash that's going to come it's because of the live service games and everybody being stretched across all these different games that expect you to play them forever and like we're you know <laughs> if if the, if the budgets are ballooning so much on these games and the real the expectations aren't realistic like you shouldn't expect somebody to spend 100 hours in a 20 hour linear action adventure or linear survival horror game I think this is that's just stupid at this point. Yeah, the, it's it's the gaming industry bumping up against the like the it's capital industry in that yeah, race. Con continued like, growth forever and ever and yeah, ever. Like, like there's no that capitalism ghost that's just haunting all of your favorite video games. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm picturing a Gooigi that's just the ghost <laughs> of capital. He's just trying to flush himself down the toilet and just can't do it. Yeah. Um, uh, that's really funny. Yeah, uh, it's uh, I, again, I, I think if this had been announced a month later, I feel like this would be less of a deal. But the fact that they did it now, um, I, 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 I think if they just have a bad taste in my mouth. But I also just don't. I'm just probably not going to buy whatever this DLC is. Yeah, so well, I'm, I'm going to play the game and probably enjoy it, and then probably not buy the DLC. Well, like I think, I think the solution that made the most sense is like these: the first three things in there, the skin, the contagion bundle, and the right bundle. Should have just been a free update in their season pass, and then the story DLC is the premium paid expansion. Like that, nobody would have a problem with that. 
but I guess ultimately, like the skins, like all that shit is for like the hardest of hardcore fans, right? I, yeah, like I don't, I don't personally care about it. It's more, um, well, I do care about it. It's more the the bigger picture in my mind of like now we're gonna sure. start sectioning what this off, means going forward. Yeah, what this yeah. means for single player games that we're gonna start sectioning off that content behind a paywall instead of unlocking and earning these things in games. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, ultimately, I, I agree with you. It's part of a much larger discussion that is going to probably be around longer than any of us are alive. Yeah, may it sound like we're going to die soon. Brand new IP. <laughs> yeah, like, we, we should remember that. This is a brand new IP. I don't think it has the the heat to kind of make this work, regardless. Like, even if even if a couple people are gung ho about this and want to support because they really like the game, at most it's going to sell well and get maybe good feedback and sell well for that. Like no one's going to dive into this extra stuff because like, they don't care about the world enough yet. Yeah. Like that stuff is just going to sit there. I feel like yeah, yeah. My, my favorite, my favorite thing. I, we, we talked about it before the show started, but uh, Glenn's com- comment on Twitter was like, people have been asking for more death animations. I'm like, you don't even know the death animations you're getting yet. <laughs> like, what do you, how do you know this? Yeah. And <laughs> also kinda, ooh, what kind of sicko <laughs> is like, give me more death. <laughs> animate more animation, Glenn. Put the, his uh, foot off and then put his foot up his ass. The uh, the <laughs> the few game critics that have review copies of it so far <laughs> been asking for more animations. So like you got it. <laughs> yeah. Or, or maybe maybe, maybe there's like two death animations in that game. <laughs> It'd be funny if we get to the end of that game. Yeah. We're like, I can't believe how many times I saw that same fucking death animation. Yeah, like maybe it is like really just like one or two, and we're like, oh they shit, gotta add what? some more. <laughs> yeah, gotta, probably put some more death animations in this game. Gotta add some more. Vignesh uh, uh, Morthia says, was this, was this a decision by the devs or the publisher? I guarantee you it was by the publisher. Probably wasn't by the devs, uh, mm-hmm. which I noted in my article. I didn't I didn't shit on the devs. I specifically focused on crafting the publisher. Mm-hmm. But, uh, um, yeah. Again, great macaroni and cheese, though, so shout out to Kraft. <laughs> uh, all right, before I move on to the next one, Abdil Corrales, a while ago, with the donation, said, hey, guys, have you ever heard a joke like this? And then we didn't read it out for quite a while. And I feel like Abdel got nervous. And then with the next super chat, just said, this nuts. <laughs> Which I really, to be honest, I really like. I really like how all of that played out. Um, I think that's great. Uh, no notes, Abdel. That was, that was wonderful. So part of my favorite joke of the stream. So thank you. Uh, Andrew White winner with a dollar ninety nine dono. Thank you so much, Andrew. Said someone give Nick a hug. It'll be okay. <laughs> I'm Nick, mad about it. Go, go hug Max. <laughs> I did. Have, uh, I did have to mute Twitter because I've got all the the Callisto Protocol fanboys that haven't played the game yet yelling at me now. So I'm like, all right, well, that's enough. Time. Oh, I, got, I bet those. I bet those dudes are stoked about more death animations. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think we found them. Uh, SVS Guru with five euros says the Ferengi rule of acquisition number ninety seven. Enough is never enough. Do we know who Ferengi is? Is it? I'm thinking of Darth Marengi. Darth Marengi. Yeah, I was Darth thinking of Darth Marengi as well. Oh, I, I thought you said Darth. Is. I thought he's like a Sith Lord. I did. Oh. I, book. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you said Darth as well, but I just assumed I heard wrong. Yeah, I, so I was like, you must have definitely. That was just a weird sounding G. Right? Did, did you see the uh, super cut of Star Wars Return or Revenge of the Sith? He said Darth Rise, Darth Marengi. Rise, Darth Marengi. Oh, they're from Star Trek. They're little space goblins. I don't think any Star Trek. We're like we're fake ass, uh, and then Rasmus see him with another thousand yen. 
said, what do y'all think of the logic of folks being uh, apologists for practices like this? Part of it is validating the thing they would spend money on, I'm sure. But have you got any other thoughts? Um, I think I think I summed it up earlier. Like, if we don't report on these things critically, we get yelled at. If we report on them critically, we get yelled at. Like, it's just people are they don't know. I I think Yahtzee kind of says about they don't know what they want. (laughs) And so, like. I don't, I don't know. I did like, this is one of those things I've, I thought, I thought the internet today would collectively be like, why are we paying for extra game modes that every other game usually includes for free? And turns out I was wrong. So I don't know. It's yeah, like, I, oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, I was gonna say, it's like when you, when you try to give like really good, really poignant advice to like your ex-girlfriend, <laughs> like it's, it doesn't matter because she's not going to want to hear it from you. Yeah. Right. So, like, I think that's what a lot of this boils down to. There's some folks out there in the ethos who are like, if it came from the gaming press, fuck them. Yep. That's, yeah. That's, that's, yeah. That's how it is every well, day. <laughs> and also, this game has the is to I think a lot of people an underdog story, which is funny because it's a hundred million dollars mm-hmm. and it's from the from the makers of PUBG, um, because this isn't EA. This is the group who were unceremoniously cut from EA and they, they were their game was taken from their hands. And so they went out and to, to show it to the man, they're making their own game and it's not Dead Space remake. It's our own game. And so I, I think people are like, yeah, this is fighting the system, even though it's just this game's absolutely still part of the same Crafton's, yeah, like, Crafton's one of the biggest, biggest publishers yeah. out there now. Like. Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> absolutely still part of the system. So if this was a move that yeah, or Activision or, or Ubisoft or even one of the first parties had done, I think that you'd get a lot of shit from it. Oh, yeah. But because it's it's in this case, I think. Oh God, can you imagine if Sony did yeah. this? <laughs> like people are. Yeah, I mean, we're also seeing the same thing. Like Rasmussen <laughs> uh, to to go to piggyback off this is the same. Uh, you know, you see the same thing. Like people, there's there's like a tribalism now with um with everything, and it's not just yeah. with your politics or your sports, but it's now with like not only what consoles you choose. It's like which of these games are you gonna support? Like, I, I guess you can only pick. That you can or, only pick Dead Space. That or where, where, you, where you get your information like, from? Call of Duty and, versus Battlefield. Yeah. yeah. One nice thing. So what I like to do is every seven years, I pay a thousand dollars for both consoles, so I never have to pay attention to any of this bullshit. So I pay a thousand dollars, and then when people are arguing over if it's illegal for Microsoft to buy uh, Activision, and the FTC is coming in and possibly <laughs> filing an antitrust lawsuit. I just don't have to care. I just don't play it wherever it is. (laughs) I paid a thousand dollar luxury tax to not have to care. And that's the closest I imagine to what it feels like if you're like crazy rich and you just park your car wherever. You know, I don't care. Like, whatever. If they (laughs) fucking tow it, if they put a ticket, what do I matter? Like, it doesn't matter anything. I got three of them. I feel like that thousand dollars every seven years is my tax for just not caring. (laughs) It's great. It's great. Probably shouldn't be in this line of work, but it's fine. Yeah, I mean, uh, have, yeah, all the all the people are like concerned about whether Microsoft buys Activision or not. It's like who cares? Like, yeah, <laughs> you're gonna. Play, then people are, all the people that care about it don't even play Call of Duty anyway. <laughs> it's the only franchise Sony's bitching about. I do. I, I I like how like mask off the companies have to be in these legal findings yeah, though, it where it's like Microsoft has to be like, all right, we have to admit we Sony's first party <laughs> games are better than ours. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like I find it like really funny that Sony yeah, has like, to like, admit, like yelling at the teacher. And Sony, Sony has to be has like all of these games, over, and then they they had exclusivity <laughs> last year and. <laughs> Sony has to be like, but we don't make any shooters anymore because we didn't sustain our own our own uh, uh, 
franchises because we didn't let like resistance and Killzone continue. So we need this. You can't take this. But also we, we also but bought all, a bunch yeah, of yeah, but also we bought one of the biggest franchises in the world, Destiny. <laughs> oh, very funny. It's all very funny. And then I by oh the sickest fucking subtweet burn was uh PlayStation saying Microsoft is trying to turn us into Nintendo. I was like, oh that's a sick burn. <laughs> They're trying to make us obsolete. Uh very funny. Um Nintendo should jump into this fight then. Start talking trash about Sony. Wahoo! wahoo. N- Nintendo should just buy Call of Duty. Then everybody would uh, God. <laughs> yeah. Nintendo well, would jump into this fight by being like, here is uh, the Twilight Princess for $70, and then it's already on my Switch, and, uh, and the money's out of my account. I'm like, how did this happen? <laughs> Nintendo, incredible. Um, and then uh, Lampy with a 10-pound dono. Thank you so much, Lampy. said, I know a lot of people who have put uh, 150 to 200 hours in AC Valhalla in similar games. A lot of people just play and focus on a few games and don't try to play as many as possible. That is really true as well. It's, mm-hmm. it's true. I, but yeah. at the same time, like, again, it's, you know... <sighs> I don't know. I you know we're we're in a we're speaking from the clouds here on a you know in the games media where you have to play hundreds of different games in a single year when, and a lot of people can't afford those and want to spend you know two hundred hours in single game. So I mean, Lampy's point's right on there. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I did, if if I really loved Valhalla, I wouldn't mind spending two hundred hours in it. So like there are I mean there are people like Yahtzee talked about it the other day. Uh, you know they're. There are people that just enjoy grinding in games, and that's completely fine. You know, yeah, you can play games however you want. Yeah, I don't know. we're not your dads. Although one of us might be your dads. Stay tuned next week to find out who. Um, and then uh, Starfitch, welcome to Early Access. I think I said that right. I think it's a nice. It, had like a, it has a CZ at the end, so I think I said it right. Um, the Pokemon thing, I don't have I don't have too much to say about the Pokemon thing other than uh, we, we put up a story that I, I'm sure by now you guys have seen, like making the rounds, the uh, oh, Pokemon yes. Scarlet and Violet launched and has had uh, just a, a cadre of uh, pretty, pretty, pretty funny and egregious bugs, uh, a lot of which are sort of like, I don't want to say staged, but like a lot of which are, are exploited and uh, exacerbated by the online mode, which is shocking a Nintendo game doesn't have a great online mode. Um, but it is for like, you know, the, the, for the Pokemon company and Game Freak who have the biggest multimedia thing in the world. Like Pokemon is the biggest multimedia brand in the world, uh, to have, you know, they're, they're forced to release a game every year. And then sometimes like years like this, two games this year. And, uh, you know, the games come out kind of half baked and two steps forward and one step back. Uh, none of that actually matters because, uh, it surpassed 10 million sales in three days, which makes it the fastest selling, um, Nintendo game ever, uh, which is just wildly impressive. And also nothing will ever change because we say vote with our wallet and it doesn't matter. <laughs> In the end. Here, here's the thing, because this is this is kind of a twofold issue, right? Yeah. Is that Nintendo uh, has very famously had a very like deaf ear to just what their their community yells at them for. Mm hmm. And honestly, you can't fault them because they tend to knock it out of the park whenever they decide to do whatever it is they're going to do anyway, right? So it's like, what? why listen to you guys when we know what we're doing? We, we're the experts. You guys are idiots for the most yeah. part, right? But Game Freak is like this weird second party where they, they're, they're tied to Nintendo, but they kind of get to do what they want. They do, yeah. And so them releasing a game that's this buggy is... Like, I feel like that's more of a Game Freak thing than it is a Nintendo thing. Because Nintendo oh, yeah, never... 
No, <laughs> like no, Nintendo no. would never let something like that go out the door. But Game Freak God, no. does not give a damn. Yeah, so I'm but just also curious, they print like, so much money that like Nintendo... right, it's like Nintendo can't even like if Nintendo has a problem with the level of quality of this game. Game Freak will not even listen to them. Like, yeah. so, so you know they're not listening to you, <laughs> especially since you bought it. Not not yeah. Marty, but you know the the royal you. I, I did the, I did buy. It. <laughs> I did I did buy because it I'm a it's, it's wild. Like I I I honestly want to just be like, all right, I don't I don't think I'm ever gonna buy a Pokemon game. Like just from this point forward, like I've been kind of waiting for one to get good enough to where I can jump in because I really do like those those creature designs. I like the concept. I just want the game to be fun, but like. If this game is the most fun they've had, like this is the most innovative they've been, but then this is the level of quality that they're releasing it at. It's like, what is? I don't want to encourage this nonsense. Yeah, yeah. I've just, um, I've just come to the like at this point. I just don't care about the graphics of Pokemon anymore. Like, I'd rather they just go back to like two D open world or something. I don't know. Like, you know. I mean, I'm, I'd be fine with that too. Yeah, if they made it fun, like make it fun first. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, to me, to me, it's just kind of embarrassing for nintendo to have you know i mean you said it pokemon's associated with nintendo and like it's one of the biggest franchises in the world and this game from the videos like marty marty's right i think people are i've heard from a lot of people they're playing it and not, not really having a lot of problems with it you like definitely pop in and ugly and you know like not as pretty as the trailers really made it out to look apparently it's not not a huge step above acreos or whatever uh yeah, I don't know. It, Which it, came out fucking eight months ago. What what are we doing? Why you don't need yeah, this? Why, we don't why need this many did Pokemon. They need to release this in the same year. Like they released Arceus. Like they had a Pokemon game. <laughs> I think it's because they were like, shit, we make all this money with one game. What, what if we do two of them? More. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then and then they get rewarded for it. Yeah, but I, I will say though, like I'm playing Mario Rabbids Sparks of Hope, and I have Pokemon sitting right next to it, and like there's a bunch of people saying like, and I think Marty, you even said like Nintendo needs a new console to power these things. Like Mario Rabbids looks incredible on the Switch. It does. Mario Rabbids looks yeah. There's amazing there's, there's the no Kirby excuse. Looked amazing on the Switch earlier this year. I don't think there's really any excuse at this point for Pokemon to look the way it does, uh, or, perf- or perform that. the way it does. And performance uh, is more my my problem. Uh, performance, yeah, because you could it, again, you don't need like this isn't about horsepower in order to make a game look good yeah um i said i i just want a stronger switch by the time yeah, zelda comes out. i agree because i want i want i do like that that experience i had playing the zelda on my launch switch was magical and i would like that again <laughs> um why do i just want to keep spending more money i should what i should want is for the next zelda game to just run really great on the switch i already own that's what i should want yes but i'm fucking stupid <laughs> god damn it you just love too um, hard <laughs> I love too hard. Uh, and that's not even part of the thousand dollars I spend to not care. Nintendo is separate, is entirely removed from the thousand dollars every seven years I spend for a get out of jail free card to not give a shit. Um, which is, uh, which is amazing. Uh, and then before we move on to the stuff we've been playing and watching, uh, Lampy with a 10 pound dono. Thank you so much. So could it be the fact that it sold 10 million already is proof that the screaming mess that is Twitter doesn't represent what people actually think and want? No shit. <laughs> I don't uh, think we ever how, said it does. How, how dare you? How <laughs> dare you say Twitter isn't the end all be all? Yeah. How dare you? Yeah. I, yeah. Well, and that's something I've included in my closer protocol article is like, we, we, the online people know about these shitty practices and like that, you know, these modes were typically included in the game. People buying the game are like, oh, hey, extra content. Cool. Snap. Bye. 
Also, I bet a vast, a vast majority of the people buying Pokemon do not give a shit about any of those no, issues. And like, no. Oh my god, new Pokemon. new Pokemon! Yeah, that's like, it. Whoa, my guy can turn into a big motorcycle. Yeah. Incredible. That's 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 why I said like I've just I've just given up caring if they make Pokemon like better because it's never going to change. They have no incentive to, as Casey said. If I, you know, you want a better Pokemon, like. Hopefully, you know, the next Temtem steps this game up. And That's the, the problem. The problem is we've one, had, I know. We've had a lot 25 of... years for someone <laughs> to eat Pokemon's lunch, and no one has done it. Like, I, yeah, no like, one has done that? it. And I think, all, I, I think all it comes down to is the, the creature designs. I think that's it. I don't think any other game that's tried to uh, emulate Pokemon has... Yeah, but at this point, there's a Pokemon in this game that's just called Flamingo, and it's just a Flamingo. Jemaine and I were losing our goddamn minds at that. We're like, that's just a bird. Wasn't uh, Monster Hunter Stories a Pokemon clone? Well, the closest thing uh, is probably Persona that Five. That it's, it's, it's a, Persona Five is kind of a Pokemon game, right? Uh, yeah. I mean, Persona's. I mean, Manual. You're saying Digimon and Yu-Gi-Oh. But they haven't Fucking, had games that you know, games wise they never came for the crown. Like yeah, the animes were popular and shit. Yeah, but no, like, cu- there's been a couple of recent Digimon games, but I think the most recent one was like a visual novel or something. Yeah, uh, it is weird. Oh my, and it is bleak. <laughs> Digimon's <laughs> it is a bleak game. Yeah, it's very strange. That Yu-Gi-Oh Master Duel game has has gotten pretty huge for Konami. Uh, actually, is it like a free to play? Yeah, it's a free to play, a... full on collectible card game, and it's oh, actually, so it's a Marvel Snap like. Um, it does not play like Marvel Snap at all. It plays like Yu Gi Oh, but yeah, sure. I don't know how Yu Gi Oh plays. Yeah, I don't know how Yu Gi Oh. I was too busy kissing. I think Yu Gi Oh was like a derivative. I don't. Of, I don't uh, either. Well, gathering. yeah, I downloaded. I downloaded the Yu Gi Oh game just because I was like, oh, maybe you know, I'm getting into another card game, and I was like, there's too much going on here. I'm going back to Marvel Snap where I don't have to think too hard. <laughs> you gotta get Jesse. Yeah, Jesse knows about Yu Gi Oh. He wrote a whole ass hundred words about Yu-Gi-Oh. Sure. Um, check out Weeb Shit, episode one, available now. I was about to say in stores now, but it's definitely not in stores at all. I had the perfect segue into Marvel Snap, and we just, no. <laughs> what, are you going to talk about more? You've been playing Marvel Snap? You, what you, what you, put, you, you had him put in the thumbnail. It's there. It, oh, yeah. Well, I was going <laughs> to talk about it related to uh, the, the fact that we do season passes on Marvel Snap, and oh. I don't care because I'm a hypocrite. <laughs> well, that was, most, that, was most, that was the point I was going to make was I was going to because you went on the rant and then I didn't have any energy to go on a rant. So like one of us rants, I went, I went on I, an explainer and a no, thought, yeah, I didn't mean I didn't mean like a rant in a negative thought way. I thought, process. <laughs> I thought you did great. And then you got to the end of it. And I was like, oh, you said a lot of great points. Um, so I didn't feel the need to do that. I don't even think of my role here. I'm like a, I'm like a support. So whatever you guys are doing, I got it. So if someone's got low energy, I got to be high energy. If someone's got high energy. I got to be low energy. Someone's not you're, talking you're, about you're just being horned up. I got to horn it up a little I bit. Didn't, I didn't have a lot to say during the recap yesterday. I saved it all for today. Nick didn't have any thoughts on Atlanta. I did not. I've not seen it oh, yet. You guys should have had me on that episode. Hey, you should have uh, tossed me to the day. wolves. Oh, well, too bad. I mean, we could have... Yesterday would have been the perfect episode because it would have been great to have you on talking about Atlanta instead of me and Darren. No, you and Darren were fine. You should have tossed me out. Just tossed me out with the bathwater. Um, I was useless yesterday, and I felt it. I was just sitting there very hungry. All I had on my okay, mind first was... Off, all, you you to, all you had to do was watch Atlanta, Nick. I don't have time to watch Atlanta. You have, you've had five years. No. <laughs> it's not enough time. Um... We had a, we had a bunch of sick uh, thick Judge Judy jokes. 
to Angry Cat 2, which is great. <laughs> which I, I gotta imagine Nick is just the most confused by Judge <laughs> Judy. <laughs> Uh, and uh, Wesley Thomas with two Canadian dollars says Pokemon is a dog fighting ring sim, anyways. It is, but it makes a lot of money, like real dog fighting. But the dogs are really cute. That's what, that's what makes it better. I think the dogs were really cute. So now you, the dogs threw, are weird. If you threw two corgis in there, you're gonna be okay with it. <laughs> there's already apparently like a corgi. there's Pokemon sold ten million. Remember, <laughs> I'm sure there's a corgi. I'm sure there's a corgi. Um, Pokemon uh, corgi Pokemon. There's, yeah, yeah, there's absolutely a corgi Pokemon. Fire corgi. It's Vulpix. No, it's a that's probably a fox. it's probably made out of wood or some shit. Yes. <laughs> uh, also, Mister Mister uh, Ticketron says make it land on the new uh, lunch break show. Are you still watching Community? Yes. And Community is really good. Did you get to um, the episode about uh, it's a housewarming party for Troy and Abed and uh, uh, the pizza guy is downstairs yes. and, and they roll the dice in the air. That's like one of the most famous episodes. Really, I won a bunch of awards. Uh, yeah, all about like the different like permutations, like the multiverse thing. Oh, yeah, the, like, the, all the darkest different... timeline. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm sure you've seen all the memes the, from that. And Troy coming back and everything's on fire. Yeah, I know. Uh, good show. Yeah, um, it is. It is. It's always like kind of interesting. Like when you've seen the memes, but you've never seen the context behind it mm-hmm. for like a mm-hmm. lot of things I watch, and then I see. Oh them, yeah, like oh hey, there's that. <laughs> there's Leonardo yeah, DiCaprio. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I was watching some like uh, uh, Denzel Washington. I think Fallen or something, and that's where he does the like. <gasps> Yeah. Meme. And I was like, that's I know what that is. I remember <laughs> that. I saw that in the film. And to everyone saying, I, I did say thick Judge Judy. Thick. T-H-I-C-C Judge Judy. <laughs> I didn't miss but I didn't misspeak. That is what I said. If you've watched Atlanta, you understand what I'm saying. Yeah, if you, you haven't you watched Atlanta, Atlanta, you probably want to like call the authorities and get me away <laughs> from the microphone. Um what uh what kind of what kind of stuff we've we been playing and watching? Uh Casey, you reviewed a game. Is the review out? Ship of Fools? Can we talk about Ship of yes. Fools? Yeah. It came out uh, yesterday, two days ago. Ship of Fools. That was the original name of this podcast. Fucking roasted. That. Oh, so yeah, I played uh, Ship of Fools. <laughs> you can check out the 3MR, but um, real quick, I'll let you know. Um, it's a super fun yeah. co-op game. Like, you, you can play it by yourself, but um, that's just, it's a dumb idea. Like, just, like I, I honestly don't know if you would have anywhere near the same amount of fun playing that game solo. Because I know I didn't, but you as an individual, if you don't like friends and whatnot like what why are you getting a co-op game don't do it uh local um, co-op online co-op uh both so you can okay. do both um i yes. played with elise yeah um and who is you guys know uh in australia and honestly like it was fine like so like even that far away uh like the co-op seems to work really well uh but i, I did played the most time with uh both my son and my fiance and my son you know he's a gamer but he's you know very young and my fiance is not a gamer at all both of them absolutely adored it like we were in there laughing uh like the 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 if you don't know what the premise is essentially it's two characters uh fish-based uh anthropomorphic characters who are on a little boat and on that boat you travel in like a ftl type map so it's a roguelite where you select your path your path will reward you with things that will either upgrade your boat or give you like abilities that your boat can then use to fight off enemies and every time you land on a tile or whatnot, you're fighting off like a bit of a wave uh, to keep progressing until you reach a boss and get to the next zone or whatnot. Um, but what's what's really good about it is that you're always super busy on the boat. Like it's like you're either shooting at enemy enemies who are like off in the water or things are jumping onto your boat and you have melee attacks to deal with them there 
where things are right next to your boat, uh, like priming to smack you and do damage. So you have to like fight them off off the ledge or whatnot. Um, your guns run out of ammo. So like there are little pedestals in the center of your boat where you can go collect ammo and bring it back to your gun. You can reload your partner's gun in case like, you know, they're too busy to do a thing and you want to help them out. So like you can really coordinate like a lot of different um, activities with just the base mechanics. But then all the power ups and the way that they change the game uh, really, really keep things interesting. Cause like you can get ammo that uh, will link enemies together. So like you'll shoot one enemy and then you shoot another enemy and now all the damage you do to that one will now transfer over to the other. Or you can um, you can get upgrades to like just your paddle. Like I, I got a really strong one that allowed uh, my paddle swings to hit like 60% further. So like stuff that's just nowhere near the boat, I'm swinging at from the boat and doing <laughs> damage. Yeah. And like you can, the characters all have uh, special little unique properties too. So like there's some who specialize in the shooting, some who specialize in the melee, some who have other passive abilities. So like if you combine some of those particular characters with some of those kind of luck based drops in interesting ways that you can really build like a very strong uh, ship and go up against like these uh, these little challenges and whatnot. And it's super fun because uh, when you fail, oftentimes it's, it's literally your fault. <laughs> like, you, like, you, just do, you do something real dumb that just it just domino effects into just pure chaos. Like the, the funniest thing was um, uh, my, my son and my fiance were playing. I was kind of just coaching, right? And uh, they got this upgrade that added three extra points of health to the boat. But then they got to this um, special area that lets you duplicate whatever uh, thing, whatever like trinket thing you have on your ship. So they were thinking, like, oh, what's the best thing to duplicate? I was like, duplicate the health. Like you'll have like six things of health. I was like, oh, you're so smart, you're so smart. And they had all this health, they had all this firepower. In the middle of a fight, my son in trying to reload picks up the health off the boat. And so in that moment, they basically went down half health and immediately died. Because what he was trying, what he was trying to do was like fight off the uh the enemies who were on the boat. But because he picked up the thing and couldn't fight them anymore, they all did damage all at the same yeah. time while he halved health. So like they instantly died when he did that. And we yeah. laughed so hard. I love that. Because because <laughs> like he just like there was nothing to, like it was so chaotic he made a mistake and that that one mistake basically just cost the whole run and yeah it was, that it was, was like super strong yeah <laughs> yeah like they were super strong but that one mistake cost the whole run but it was still fun like everyone was like laughing their ass off at the end like it was a really good time like i really enjoyed it does it have like a, a like a story you follow and an ending or is it mostly about like just keep playing yeah, like there's yeah there's a around. setup like there's a storm that's like threatening everything and uh, you borrow this ship to like go fight the eye of the storm or whatever. But like other than that, there's not a ton of lore. There's not a ton of explanation as to like where the storm came from or whatnot. Um, it's it's all just kind of set up for you to go and you know do the adventure. But like I I didn't mind it as much because uh, otherwise uh, we'd probably have like me and a partner sitting there listening to like a bunch of text because like yeah, yeah, some of the characters talk to you, but like it's usually just a very short thing to say like oh I do this and I'll sell you this once you rescue me. Yeah, that's kind of it. Yeah, it's more of a co-op like, party game, like much. Overcooked and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, great time. Absolutely great. Yeah, I'm glad. Time. I'm glad that turned out well. I've I've had my eye on that for I think over a year now. I'm just kind of saw it and kind of watching it be in development. It's one another. You know, as much as I hate Twitter, I love Twitter for the fact that I can I can find like these little unique indie indie hidden gems and just kind of watch yeah. them as they as they grow. Yeah, has amazing art too, which I didn't mention at all. Like, uh, it, it looks like just super high quality, like cartoonesque, cartoon ish. 
Yeah. <laughs> that rules. Like, yeah, like, uh, if you guys remember uh, the Battletoads game by uh, D-Lala? Yeah. Yeah. The, the same people who did, like, the Ninja Turtles, whatever? Yeah. Um, it, it reminded me of that, but more, more like, like, almost like more glossy storybook looking. Oh, okay. But, like, it, yeah, I, I, love- I really liked it. I yeah, like I loved character. how the I loved how the game like that was a game I'd heard almost nothing about, and then uh, you know I watched your three MR and I'm like this looks great, this looks a ton of fun. Uh, so Ship of Fools that's out now on uh, is it on most stuff? Uh, yeah, it's on all the things, um, Steam, uh, Xbox, PlayStation, there you go. and Switch actually. Yeah, yeah it's, it's on Switch. On Switch. As well. Nintendo, you've done it again. <laughs> uh, what else? What else you been watching or playing? Anything, Casey? Oh, me? Oh, uh, Honey Money will be happy to hear this. I finally watched Enter Galactic, which is the yeah. Kid Cudi animated uh, rom-com. Mm-hmm. Uh, to be honest, I didn't know it was a romantic comedy. Uh, or it's mostly just kind of a... Well, no, yeah, it's a, it's a romantic comedy. Yeah. Um, it's, a, it's a very basic-ass rom-com, but I loved it. Yeah, like, so I'm, that- like, I'm, not, I'm not the biggest, like, romantic comedy fan like there's some really good ones and there's some most of them are kind of just boring and bad but this one like tells like a very simple kind of a to b rom-com story like oh here's the part where they meet here's the part where everything's good here's the part where something bad happens here's the part where they get back together like that's literally it just hits all those beats front to back but like the whole way through it's kind of just this very chill trippy um is it it's hard to really explain it. Like the whole movie is what the kids would call a vibe. If that, if that makes any sense to you guys. Yeah. Because, because like um, it has a companion album. Like he has a album that released this year called enter galactic. And basically all the tracks that play over the course of the movie are on that album. And if you listen to the album by itself, like it's a good album. Like Kid Cudi is like a, a great artist. He's hit or miss here and there, but this album is one of his better ones. But it does sound like kind of just background chill music. Like you put that on and you like you start writing, you start, you know, doing other things. Most people are probably just gonna be smoking, like getting high, smoking weed or whatever when they listen to this. But like the the movie seems to take that into account. Like it's a very it's very like tr- transcendent in terms of how it's trying to give you visuals and music, even though the story is very basic. Yeah. Like you'll have extended periods where like you're just watching a character uh, ride a bike or, you know, walk down the street or dream or, you know, like daydream or whatnot. And like, those are the moments where like, it really starts to this like, okay, we want you to feel what this character feels versus like, we're just telling you the story. So like, it's, it's very effective in that way. And I really liked it because of that. Yeah. And the, the animation style, like the closest thing that most people compared it to is uh, into the spider verse. Yeah. It, where, it, where it, it has that kind of like energy to its um animation which i really loved so um yeah that's on netflix that's uh like it's 90 minutes or so and i think they're like planning they wanted it to almost act as like a part one and like be able to continue stories with these characters in this world um oh with those same characters or like yeah with the same characters like maybe you continue yeah yeah what 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 he's up to afterwards um i you know i don't know if that's that's actually the plan or if um you know they're gonna i'd I'd be interested in different stories because like a, a lot first of all that cast had a lot of famous people in it. It did, yeah. For, for such a very basic story, like uh, Timothy Chalamet. Chalamet does is like one of his buddies. Big, yeah, cameo in there. Yeah, uh, yeah. Adala Sign is his best friend as well. Yeah. Uh, Kenya Barris, I think, is a producer, but he also has a cameo in it. And like they, the art style is basically just putting those people in it 
for the most part. Like most of the faces in the actual movie are sort of the faces of the people doing the voices. And I kind of mm-hmm. I like that kind of stuff where like you're just represented as themselves, even though it's animation. Yeah. Um, you also got a Macaulay, yeah, Culkin, a just, Macaulay Culkin sighting. Shout out to Macaulay. Yes, Macaulay Culkin is in that too. Yeah. Yeah. He has a cameo. But yeah, like if, if they just did it with like a different group of like well-known faces or musicians or whatnot, um, that'd be really cool. Because uh, 070 Shake was in it too. And like, yeah, she like clearly she's not like a great voice actress, but she was just being her and it worked. Like she she just was like this kind of weird, messy artist. And that's just what she is. In her life. Yeah. And so you're like, OK, this is kind of spot on. This is this yeah, exactly. Out. Yeah. So yeah. I would uh, like to see more of that. Yeah, same. I really I really liked it. And I like the fact that you're using animation to tell like a relatively mundane like you said, like it's like a relatively mundane. Yeah, super super basic that, story, but like yeah, yeah, everything else about it kind of elevates it to something a little more. Yeah, yeah. Um, Nick, you you got anything? You watch anything? Play anything? Uh, yeah, I finished up God of War Ragnarok. Um, really enjoyed it for the most part. Uh, I think I like 2018 a bit more, uh, just because it was fresher. Uh. You know, it's very much more God of War 2018 with Ragnarok. Um, it was fine. I liked the story. I liked how it wrapped up. Um, I'm also very glad, like, they didn't go the fan service route and, like, they told a complete story that ties back to the original games in some ways. Uh, and it just felt like a fitting end to the duology. Uh, so I had had a good time with that. Uh, funnily enough, though, like, I kind of wanted some of the fan service stuff. Like, I don't know. Like, it, everything felt too... Not not as too, uh, what's the word? Uh, just not grandois. No, not grandois enough. Yeah. Um, you know, like when I think of like God of War one through three, like the spectacle of it all and all that. I was kind of hoping to see more of that from Ragnarok um, and just twenty eighteen in general. Like twenty eighteen had some of those moments. Um, it just doesn't feel as like epic as it should in certain areas. Um, and I also, but I, I really like the story. Um, between the characters and everything, and and Atreus and and Kratos, like I said, I think it's a, I think it's a really a nice commentary leading back into the original games that I, I was really happy to see with, and that they did it well, and it just wasn't like beating you over the head with like these things are bad, they shouldn't have happened, and all that. It's it does a really nice yeah. job. Um, just like if you played the original games, like I, I feel like Yazi's talked about like didn't care about the story in the original games or whatever. Maybe it was Marty or somebody, but there were a lot of people. I like the like, story in the original game. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Like, you know, when you think back to the the moment in 2018, I know we spoiled it before. I won't spoil it here though, but like that, there's a, that's obvious moment that everybody talks about. Um, like there Kratos was a, loses his virginity. That, yeah. Yeah. And has a kid and blah, blah, blah. But there's like a really big emotional, uh, impact. there's a really big emotional impact in that moment. Funny. And I didn't really feel like I had a lot of that in Ragnarok, even though like, they tried in certain areas um and i also just feel yeah. like the combat didn't evolve as much and i also like my other big complaint is like it it just felt super handholdy for a lot of the game especially like the climbing sections and the puzzles and everything i, I didn't have to think it was just kind of very much what yasi says as a ghost ghost train ride um mm. and I, I didn't like that it felt so much like last of us you know I, I don't know i guess I just wanted more of that arcade action uh yeah uh i still really like the combat um I, no i really i, I, I really like the combat yeah. i just i just wish it was more it felt more like the older games a little bit and was more flashy and fun because like even like the execution animations there's not that many 
Oh yeah, they're gonna pay for those. Uh, you're gonna pay for those. Damn time. it! I, I was gonna say, <laughs> no. I knew that was coming. No. <laughs> time to joke. Um, uh, yeah, I I, 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 did enjoy. It. Also, the term "ghost train ride." I feel like he needs a new term because he's using it pejoratively, and a fucking ghost train ride sounds awesome. <laughs> like, <laughs> does that not sound like really cool? Maybe it's maybe it sounds pejorative <clears throat> because it's Yahtzee's tone. But like, I, I never took it to mean. Fully negative. I guess everything he says sounds for sure. No, I, I and I, yeah, I, I like my cinematic. Yeah, I, I, I like my Uncharted. I like my Last of Us. I, I like my cinematic action games. I think I just after after finishing Ragnarok, I just think I preferred the way the other God of War games were done. By the time yeah. I was done with it, because like yeah, I didn't really have any wow moments like I had in God of War three that I was kind of hoping to get from Ragnarok. Mm, and like this. Yeah. Like I just didn't feel any of that, and like, and I know it's like a tonal reboot or everything like that. It just it didn't feel so much like God of War should to me, uh, even though I still loved it. <laughs> yeah, but the, yeah, so I you actually didn't have any of that disconnect with 2018's God of War. Like, what, did that one feel like Wow? In I, a way? Yeah, it, on- it, honestly, it did. I think it was just, I think it was the novelty of it, or maybe it just I don't know. I don't know. There was something. No, I, I understand. Because like the 2018, it didn't have that idea of spectacle that the original trilogy had. But it was such a departure. Yeah. That like everything felt fresh about it. And the whether it's the, the storytelling and the caliber of the writing and the single shot thing. Whereas this is just more of that. And it's more of a good thing. But the surprise isn't there. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I, I in my, you know, I'm, I'm 20 some hours into it and I haven't. Uh, yeah, I haven't had it like a holy shit. Wow moment. Uh, that said, every time Odin is on screen, he's just so good. Yeah. No, it's it, yeah. so fucking I have, good. I'm I have like, my, oh my God, just keep talking. I have my yeah. slight criticism of it, but I mean, I'd, I'd put it as my second game of the year behind Elden Ring. And just I, I love every second of it. Just kind of there was just some things I wish. I, I, without being like fan servicey, I wish there was some call. Like I was waiting for like the entire game. You haven't finished it yet, Marty? Have you? I have not. No, um, I have. Uh, I have to go to hell and find a dog. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. There was just some moments in the game where I was like, man, if that like the God of War three like opening theme popped up, where like great you know Kratos's rage theme popped up, like oh man, I would just like that little callback <laughs> would yeah. be fantastic. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm enjoying it. I'm hope, I'm, I hope I assume I'll be done with it uh, for for the weekend's done. Uh, so. And then I'm I, gonna wait. Yeah, I've also yeah. been playing uh, Mario Rabbit Sparks of Hope. Started that a couple nights ago. Uh, really loving it. I, I really loved uh, the first Mario Rabbids. Um, so really, this one, all I had to do was have uh, slightly better combat and uh, more exploration, and they've nailed both of those things. Check and check. And, how, uh, how do you feel about talking rabbits? I, no, the game does not need voice acting. I don't know why it's there. The the talking like Roomba robot is fucking annoying. I hate every time they speak. I never want to hear that voice again. Um, it's just it drives me nuts. Uh, but and and like when they speak, it's like it's not even like the only thing that's like fully voice is like the Roomba. But like the the rabbits have like yeah they're like partially voiced yeah they have voices that don't match them at all it's it bothers me it's <laughs> like really weird voices like the idea of them yeah and not them <laughs> like like rabbit peach sounds like this valley girl but like when yeah. you look at rabbit peach it's like 
a valley girl voice shouldn't come out of this well yeah and they and they have something to say every time they they destroy a character they have something to say and it's just like Mm. it's like why i would i'm gonna go check the settings i could turn that stuff off but yeah um but the the free the free movement in the combat and like uh one of my biggest complaints about the original mario rabbits was uh and i don't know if they have these types of battles yet because i'm not far enough in but they had a lot of battles that like you only have x amount of moves to complete it and i hated those and i haven't encountered any of those yet and i'm very happy for it uh Honestly, I hope I hope those come back. No, fuck like, yeah, I hate you. No, it's, it's, I, I just, it's the way I just that, liked that getting curveballs. Yeah, I liked getting into a battle and not knowing what the parameters they, were. They have they have those still. I just hated that specific parameter. Oh, well, that's fair. Because like it, it's just it destroyed the pace of the game for me. Because if you don't do it in the next amount of moves, you got to replay the battle over and over and over again. Yeah, and you gotta was, get good. That's what I, that means. I did get good. I beat the game. Did you beat the game? I never played the first one. No. Well, then you have nothing. <laughs> Wait, what? You have nothing? You, wait, 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 wait. family. Wait. He says, he says, <laughs> I like those timed modes, but you never played the game? Well, because that's a thing in other turn-based tactics games. Oh, get out not, of here. I've not played it in the first <laughs> one. But yeah, it's it's like a, it's a way to basically... Um, it's good in XCOM. It's not good in it's, it, the way Mario Rabbit. It's good in it. all I, of them. No. I, it's good like, in all of them, I, I think. Like being timed. If, if, the, if it's a good turn-based tactics system, then imposing a time limit is essentially giving you a cutoff in terms of how many mistakes you can make yeah it so forces you to it, get really fire, fire emblem is the same thing it will work yeah, and it will probably too. work in this one because of the way the movement system works where it's not grid based at all it's just like area based uh in the original mario rabbits it was all grid based and i don't think it mm-hmm. I, I don't think it worked for that very well to each their own Yes. Wow. Did you come up with that in your own? Is that, is that a KC original? And, and for a yeah. uh, tactics me. RPG with Mario Rabbit Sparks of Hope, there's not a lot of menu surfing, and that makes me happy. Uh, in battle, yeah, in battle, it's really good. Man, I think there's some, there's a bit of menu surfing outside of battle. Just fucking just, badges and well, yeah, to like set up all your yeah, sparks. But I guess once you set them up, it's easy. Yeah, that I expect in a tactics game. But God I'm of not, War. Someone not, should be arrested for the amount of menus in God of War. Someone should have to go to jail <laughs> in a cell right next to Yuji.com for the idea. Also, like all the I did you have any idea what to do with any of the gear? Like what the fuck does luck or any like <laughs> none of that felt like a, rune, what is luck of runic? Yeah, none of those affected <laughs> me in any way. I'd never I didn't I just this is God of War, not uh this is God Oh, of War, okay. Not, uh, I was about to say. Yeah. Yeah. Like I know what luck is in real life. I I, I mean I know I know what I know, the, what, luck I know what luck did in God of War, but like why is it why? <laughs> it, a lot of numbers. That that stuff all felt completely useless to me. A lot of numbers. I like I have an ability that summons a bunch of ghost birds. Yeah, some of those of some of those just, the abilities were cool. It's just like give me more ghost birds. Yeah. yeah. yeah but all great. the all the extra gear also like I just hated changing the look of Kratos. I just wanted bare <laughs> Kratos. Just want to Kratos. I, I just want to see his muscles <laughs> destroying <laughs> destroying characters. That's when he looks yeah. cool and he's like it looks as cool and imposing. I don't need a why I just does want to see a big beefy meat boy slapping meat. <laughs> That's all <laughs> I want. Well, he's he's fucking built. Like why does he need why does he need the he he's built and know, he I'm, and he heals. What does he need this big armor plate for? Because it's cold. He's going Kratos to hell. Be it's cold. Just oh. as intimidating in a North Face and some Tims. If you ask me, <laughs> that'd be incredible. Yes. If there was, was that'd be some good cosmetic DLC. Get get Kratos the Crocs. Yeah. 
That could be pretty. That'd, that'd be that's the really opposite good. of intimidating. That could be really good. That's not intimidating. I never, I with, never with knew. socks with like knee, like uh, ankle high socks. I yeah. never knew until Yossi's latest EP that there was a fucking you can turn into a a cow in God of War. Oh yeah, I've never in knew the, that was the, a thing. The PS one, the PS two games. Yeah, you can turn into a cow. Yeah. And the like, one that Jesse and I will be playing in the one no, that you're playing right no now, you can do it. Why aren't you? Why aren't you playing it as a cow? Why are you playing it as a dumb man? <laughs> yeah. All right, whoever, if you if you guys are aware of this in chat, please show up to Jesse and I stream I, later and tell us how to be a cow. I believe I it's an unlock for like being the game like fast enough or good enough or something. Oh, okay. Like some of the like the weird outfits in like Resident Evil where you can play as like tofu and shit. Like right. That. Okay. Gotcha. So yeah. Um, <laughs> and that also, and that. Ties right back into my discussion about the Callisto Protocol. Fuck the haters. <laughs> what, can you be a cow in that game? I don't know. You probably want you to pay for it. Aww. Actually, you are the cow in that game if you pay for it. Because <laughs> they, they're, they're squeezing, yeah. they're squeezing, yeah. my, squeezing <laughs> my sweet, sweet teats. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I needed to say the, the two sweets beforehand. Yeah, I feel all, like the, all, the, all the fanfic Sonic juice comes out. Oh, God. Why'd I say that? <laughs> oh, no. See, sometimes you start saying things and you immediately regret them. <laughs> Welcome to my life. I regretted uh, it before Lamp- I said it. I still said it. Lampy with a 10-pound donation said, Nick, have you seen what they're doing with Stadia refunds? They're refunding everything. Games, in-game purchases, even for live service games currency. Ubisoft Plus subscriptions. Nick, mm. get your money back. And I didn't have any money. I had a press, press account, so I had all that stuff for free. We'll try to get some money back off that. See if you can only trick them. <laughs> the the dongle thing that they sent you, I believe, can still function as a Chromecast. Yeah, it, it, that's all it was. It was a Chromecast. It was literally just I a Chromecast. That's, that's deep. You just get like a free one of those. I, I have smart TVs. I don't even need that thing. You want it? That's true. Well, yeah. Humble brag. <laughs> uh, and I have too many uh, smart dongles for my TVs in this house. <laughs> I have too, yeah, I have too many things that can, that can play all the things <laughs> I need to sign into. And uh, King Dead with a $2 donation said, as someone who hasn't, who also hasn't played it, I agree with Casey in terms of Mario plus Rabbids. <laughs> Casey's Void. got legions. Casey has legions. And Some, some of us have just played enough turn-based tactics to know what goes in a turn-based tactic. That's some of us is tactics. Johnny Tactics over here. It's Casey. Johnny Tactics. Um... Do you? Did you guys have anything else? Oh, I had. I have things. Everyone, shut yeah, up! I have many, things. I have two. I have things. two short things. One, I've been playing Soccer Story. Really enjoyable. Uh, the preview embargo is up. The review embargo is not up yet. Comes out next week. Um, Will is doing the full three MR. It is a uh, a lot like Golf Story. If you guys played that or Dodgeball Academia, it is like an indie uh, a RPG set in a soccer world where the inciting incident is uh, uh, an incident occurs during a soccer match, and soccer is banned across the world, oh, including yeah. soccer balls. They are all banned. What do they do. Well, can't it is, the like balls. I think the. It almost looked like when Bane ruined that football game in the Batman movie, <laughs> but in a soccer match, and they were just like, "We can't do this anymore." <laughs> Uh, but then you play a young boy or girl and a magical soccer ball comes through her window and she's like, fuck it, I'm just gonna play soccer again. And it's this really nice, delightful RPG where you're, you're some, you're doing some, some soccer matches that are like very arcadey, like four V four soccer games, then going around town, like, like exploring and kicking soccer balls through a bunch of shit and leveling up and getting your stats. Uh, so far delightful. I'm playing on switch. It's coming out on everything. It's coming out. It's going to be on game pass too, which means it's going to be free. If you got that thing, soccer story, I'm going to put the link in here. comes out next week. Uh, stay tuned for, for wills, uh, full three MR. Um, it is enjoyable. 
Uh, and then I got to play a game called Demon School, which uh, was shown off earlier this year, was revealed earlier this year, and it is an uh, indie game, com- an indie RPG coming out next year that looks like someone slammed together early Persona and SMT with Final Fantasy Tactics and Suikoden. Uh, and it's just, it, it's, I, I got to play a little bit of it and it's, it's delightful. If you like any of those things I just mentioned, uh, it, it has this like really great sort of like Italian giallo look to it in terms of like the color palette. And, uh, Nick, you find that, that preview? I was trying oh, to find that. it to, to post. Yeah. Um, so yeah. It, and it's, so is this an RPG or is it a tactics game? Both. Uh, okay. So he specifically, the developer said it is an RPG with light tactical elements, because you did not want it to sound like it's a scary, like it's a scary tactics game. Um, and so the battles are, you have four party members and that's uh, turn-based battles that are on like an eight by 10 grid. And uh, you have eight action points during your turn to use across your party members. And every movement or action or anything, the first one a member does costs one. The second one they do costs two. The third one they do costs three. So the thing is, if you rely too heavily on one character you only like your, your your actions become more and more expensive whereas if you spread them out like it, it's encouraging you to sort of use your team and have everyone do something each round as opposed to just like leaning on one single character so so is the battle system the way you first described it with that grid thing like is it like battle like Mega Man battle network yeah it's actually a little bit like that yeah yeah where you're on this grid and then your character can like your characters move and attack almost like with um like chess pieces a little bit to where some characters attack diagonally some characters yeah, move kind of like a horse yeah okay yeah yeah um but uh I've been I've been interested in that game yeah it looks really I think we we any. might have been on the stream when it was revealed uh over the summer game fest were. thing yeah yeah because I remember like oh shit it looks cool um and then look cool. I'm looking at video right yeah now. battles are, are short and sweet and then when you're not doing battles you're like bumming around town and talking to people and there's sort of like a confidant-esque like you know you're talking to your party members and hanging out with them and the 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 more you bond with them the more of their stories you get and the more you guys bond the better you guys like work in battle together um really cool and uh just i really enjoyed like the 45 minutes i got to play um they're planning yeah nick put the preview in the uh chat but uh yeah it's coming out uh sometime next year um and they they plan on it coming to everything pcs consoles switch and all that stuff so um yeah really digging it also i forgot didn't they announce Mega Man battle network collection yeah that that was a while ago they announced yeah i think they announced it this summer and then we haven't seen they haven't talked about it at all (laughs) so i assume that's not coming out this year i think we're almost done with this year so it's probably not coming out this year um so yeah that stuff big fan of that stuff uh demon school cool uh do you guys got anything else before we before we hit the old dusty trail no well i guess two of us will hit the old dusty trail and then in half an hour uh casey will be back <laughs> play god of war with cows possibly I gotta go uh i gotta go wrap up andor i'm really excited to do that mm. and then uh hopefully thumb up. Uh, you got a thumb up from this guy hopefully after uh thanksgiving tomorrow i can get started on the english uh yeah i want to watch it. only six episodes yeah it's only six episodes. english and then and not atlanta is what you're saying uh uh the english and then 1899 and then echo three that just came out on apple I, plus today a lot of things that aren't atlanta here a, a lot of things I, that aren't atlanta uh i think most people here will i think i don't i doubt anybody will know what echo three is on apple tv so i'll just give you I a quick you no, yeah i don't know what that is uh, i will give you a quick synopsis uh it's another 
Uh, is it hardcore sci-fi? No, it's a uh, like a military drama show. So the uh, description is: When brilliant scientist Amber Chesboro vanishes along the Colombia-Venezuela border, her brother and her husband, both elite U.S. Army commandos, struggle to find her amid a guerrilla war, discovering that the woman they love might have a secret. Yeah, and they released the four, first four episodes already. Woman. Oh, just love. kidding. Never mind. The first three episodes. Well, there you go. Like one. Also, Emmanuel the cinematography Taribo, and it looks incredible, by the way. So definitely go watch the Emmanuel Taribo gifted five memberships. One of them went to this guy. Oh, I can watch our shit early for a month. <laughs> Why do you membership? Yeah. <laughs> Get fucked, everybody. Nice. Uh, thank you so much, uh, Emmanuel, gifted to, <laughs> to, to me. Now you have to, to get Jakey, five memberships. <laughs> to Amrao, to Lev, and to Bearded Bunny. Uh, that's wonderful. Oh, my gosh. I'm going to watch. Uh, what, am I, what, what do we got coming up uh, for early access members? Uh, we had Weepshin. That's out to everyone. Anatomy's out to everyone. Cold takes out uh, to everyone. Cold takes out to everyone. Yep. We got a new uh, EP coming uh, tomorrow. Yeah, right? In the Frame went out on Monday. Uh, ZP went out today. Extra Punctuation goes out tomorrow. Yeah, I've been watching The Frame. That's on Kevin Conroy. And then uh, Adventure is Nigh right. goes out to the public on Saturday. Oh, my God. Mm. That's so much stuff. Yeah. That's so much stuff. That's yeah. incredible. We're getting, we're getting pretty close to my goal of having uh, three pieces, three original videos up every week. I thought you were going to say every day, and I was like, that's too no, many videos. That's, uh, we, <laughs> we would uh, have to have uh, Rick Vicious come back in and bankroll us forever, wherever they are. Rick Vicious was not thrilled. <laughs> Let me hey, tell you, not thrilled. They said they respect me more for standing my ground on us not being greedy, even though we're not greedy. <laughs> Rick Vicious at the end tried to get a rise out of me and said, hey, I should be. Rick Vicious said they should be on a stream because that they are funnier than Marty and Jesse. And I was going to say, you motherfucker, you are absolutely <laughs> not funnier than me. Like, I was fine with him saying we're taking the money and we're not actually, like, giving the things we say we're going to do. I was, like, kind of fine with all that. But the second he said that, you're I not, was like, you motherfucker, not Rick, you are not funny. Oh, man, the glass just came was, up from Marty. That was the I first, that was the first comment that actually right got now. to me. No, that was the first comment that got to me. And I got so mad. And I was, like, during the headlights. And then Yahtzee was like, what do you think about the Sonic the Hedgehog? And then I had to be about sonic so i didn't say anything, so that's how it happened so if you go if you go back you to the end of marty, that stream you just see marty grip his computer monitor just slam <laughs> yeah you can go back and, and freeze frame the point in the sonic stream near the end where i i uh, had a sliding doors moment in my head of like am i gonna do this or not somebody's about to die i didn't so it's fine it's vengeance fine. that's sp the spirit of the spirit of thanksgiving runs through me uh, it's probably not a good spirit to have. Um, on that note, should we wrap it up? We should. Uh, yeah, why not? Uh, Casey, you're going to be back in half an hour. We're good, Jesse to the Greek. Uh, what else? What else should people check? I mean, we kind of said a bunch yeah, of. I already said all this stuff. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you, you guys know where <laughs> to find stuff. that stuff, but you can find me at Sigma Gears Nine on Twitch and Twitter. Uh, I mentioned earlier uh, there was no Sigma show last weekend. There will not be one this weekend because of all the holidayness that's happening. <laughs> Uh, so I'm just going to take a break from uh, content creation that I'm not getting paid for. Hell yeah. So, uh, yeah. So other than that, you know, just follow me um, and I'll be back as soon as all the, the, the food eating is done. Hmm. Are you excited? Do you have to Thanks make anything? Do you have to host Thanksgiving? You doing small Thanksgiving? No, I'm going, I'm going to an uncle's house, uh, but I did go get a bunch of cookies because that's all I'm good for is bringing, bringing sugary <laughs> treats. I, good for I, I have to go. I have to go immediately after this and buy shit for a charcuterie plate. I'm gonna drop. I'm gonna drop mm. a fucking Benjamin on charcuterie. Let me tell you, fancy God cheeses, damn, crackers. That's a, of, that's a lot of cheese. I gotta, I gotta make. Well, I don't know. Cheese is probably really expensive nowadays. 
I gotta make the <laughs> stuffing that's not going into the turkey tomorrow. Okay, that sounds like pornos. What that is going really on gross. there? Yeah, what is know. going on there? <laughs> <laughs> I gotta make the stuffing that's not... The way you said it made it... Because yeah, you started the stream saying that you were gonna stuff us or something. And then... No, 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 no. I did that not threaten matter. to stuff the two of you. I'm one matter. man. How am I supposed to stuff both of you? Oh, I do have a funny aside. So my, uh, my friend, she brought her dog over the other day to play with Max. And... Uh, the dog likes to tear up toys and she was like well my dog hasn't eaten in like two days because her boyfriend's out of town and then her dog gets stressed when her boyfriend leaves and i looked over and like the dog was ripping the stuffing out of my monkey's ass and i was like well your dog just ate ass and she thought that was funny you're welcome <laughs> nick what are you doing <laughs> i'm putting the stream i'm breaking out of the stream <laughs> <laughs> Jesus! Oh my Martin, God! Was Max, Max ripped the arms off the thing, but that dog ate the ass out of that thing. Why? It's it's guts are all over my yard, everywhere. It's just it like literally just only. Went, I don't know why. Like that. That's not even the easiest part to like rip off the monkey. Like it didn't go for the head. It just straight up ripped its ass out. Well, you're welcome. You know, sometimes you just gotta rip the monkey's ass out. I, yeah, I guess. Uh, <laughs> before we go, Manuel Torby, member for 23 months, says, I want to say thanks for all the ass eating. I'm just kidding. Says, I want to say thanks for all the fun times. This will be my last month as a member, but I will be gifting some memberships to other people. Keep up the good work, guys. Uh, thank you, thank you so much, Emmanuel. And um, I, I also thank you so much for, for my membership. And I apologize for everything that Nick said. No, which is rare. Usually, I feel like I have to apologize. You always have to apologize. You started this. And uh, Rasmuseum with two thousand yen. Thank you so much, Rasmuseum. Said Happy Thanksgiving from Japan, Ohio. Kozaimas, Rasmuseum. It's good morning and hello to Rasmuseum <laughs> in Japan. Uh, says don't get a chance to catch these live often, so I figured I'd splurge on donations today. Really appreciate you guys' hard work. Keep it up going forward. Thank you so much. Thank Look you. Look how cultured so you are. You heard about you heard about ass eating. You learned about <laughs> Ship of Fools, and you got a little Japanese lesson. Look at that. While, while living in Japan. Well, yeah. Lampy says, I think Nick shouldn't be allowed to talk to women after what we've heard. <laughs> I mean, it sounds like you just got to not lead with those jokes. What? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. You're handling the bone and ham for things. I'm, I'm muscle. So. <laughs> that wasn't even a joke. He's literally handling the bone and ham. I am. <laughs> Bone and ham, mac and cheese. No turkey this year. I thought you didn't support Kraft's decisions. Suddenly you're doing mac and cheese? We got to go. Casey's got to go. Get ready. Casey's got to have dinner. I got it, Marty. That was a good good, uh, callback. Man's got to eat. Thank you. Nick didn't say anything. Uh, I have have nothing to add. My mind is on a one track right now, and I'm not going to add to anything of what Casey's about to eat. Work for Casey and Marty. This uh, for for Nick. This is Marty. This is breakout episode number sixty five. Uh, thank you guys so much. Um, yeah, as you know, it's going to be the Thanksgiving holiday here in the states, uh, so we're not going to have streams tomorrow and Friday. Uh, but we'll be back Saturday for uh, Wishlist game night, and then Sunday for uh, we'll have we'll have newly released we'll and for okay. um, yeah, we will be back Saturday. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, you know, if you don't want to stream Saturday, you don't. Yeah, I might, I might not be back Saturday. Then you're. F- Maybe we won't be back Saturday. I think we'll be back Saturday. We'll see. Some combination of us will be back Saturday. And I think think Amy's watching Breakout because she just asked if we're streaming Friday. No, Amy, we're not streaming Friday. You're welcome. 
uh, not shrinking <laughs> Fred. There you go. Um, and uh, yeah, thank you to everyone, everyone who celebrates Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. <laughs> and if you don't, I hope you just have a great rest of your week, and we'll see you guys later. Bye. Bye.